the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll with your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian discuss current events from a biblical worldview, so we as believers can influence for good in our culture and in the public square. Here is Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Hello, Biblical Citizens. Well, Election Day, and that's primary Election Day, which is extremely important because that determines what choices we have. It's upon us. In-person voting is happening right now through this Tuesday, coming Tuesday, June 7th. And we're going to focus today on this show on a really important San Diego County congressional race. In our view, and I think the view of many, this probably presents the best opportunity to take back a seat from the far-left Democrats and help retake the House if you're on the Republican side of the ledger. We're talking about the 49th District. Our guest is Christopher Rodriguez. Christopher is a Republican with strong family values. He's a Marine Corps combat veteran. He's a recipient of the Purple Heart. He's currently serving as an Oceanside City Council member, elected to that post. And he's also a small business owner, and I understand he's also a farmer. So I don't know how he has time to do all these things, but welcome to our show, Christopher. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm truly honored to, to be able to share my story and, and answer questions. Well, we're going to get right to that. So we just celebrated Memorial Day, which, of course, is in respect to our fallen heroes, but we have many heroes that are not fallen. Tell us about your background, Christopher, including your Marine service, and, and kind of just summarize, but bring us up a little bit of background, bringing us up to where we are today. Absolutely. No, I appreciate that. So I was born in Chicago, very, very uh, humble, uh, uh, but, you know, poor conditions. My father was a Latin King gang member, drug dealer, and he brought that violence home uh, often. And he sent my mother to the emergency room uh, one too many times. And by the grace of God, uh, there was a women's shelter program in Chicago uh, chartered by uh, the Catholic Church that took my mother, uh, myself and my sister uh, in and, and helped her get her driver's license, get a job, get into housing, and really move on with her life. She eventually met my stepfather, Jack, who, who I look at as my, my dad today. He was a good, he is a good man and the first Marine I, I, I met and really planted that seed of what uh, uh, a man is and kind of the, the opposite of what I was exposed to from a young age. You know, he coached my baseball team, sat next to my bed when I was sick, and um, and truly showed me a different uh, side of, of life. And, but because of that violence and, and early impact, I became a young father. I grew up very fast. I became a young father. I ended up graduating high school two years early, and I was dropping my, my daughter off at preschool uh, before work, and I heard on the radio about 9-11, and uh, we found out it was a terrorist attack. And 
that, that really angered me that uh, we were attacked. And so I um, joined the United States Marine Corps a week after my 17th birthday and went from boot camp to the front lines of the Iraq war. Uh, my first tour was from Kuwait to Baghdad. Uh, we kicked down the doors of Saddam Hussein uh, Palace uh, right off the Tigris and secured Baghdad. And then my second tour was in Fallujah, uh, a, a lot more um, uh, close close combat, day to day, building to building. I, I lost several dear brothers, uh, very close brothers, closer than blood. Uh, that tour, and um, it, it, it was it was a very very traumatic um, experience. But we we are there to serve our country. And uh, in a firefight in Fallujah, I was actually um, uh, injured. An, a rocket propelled grenade exploded near my head out of a window I was firing from. Um, blew me back, shrapnel. I lost all the hearing in my left ear and a traumatic brain injury. And because of those injuries, I was not able to re-enlist. Uh, and so, um, you know, nothing to fall back on. I got out and and uh, started a small business and and uh, that. But you know, from the standpoint of Memorial Day, um, that, that you know, there's a lot of veterans out there that you know have experienced you know loss during combat, and and um, I am honored and blessed to be standing here today. Uh, but there's a lot of brave men and women that, you know, wrote that blank check with their life. And that that check was cashed for what we hold dear here in America. Uh, we are and, and so being the greatest country in the world. Proud of you for stepping up and and volunteering to help your country. Wow. You've you've really demonstrated your service, your loyalty, your amazing. And what service. a background. Yes. What, a, what a background. What a story to share of how of far overcoming. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're, we're really welcoming to you today. So tell us why you're running for Congress. I mean, we can see your devotion to our country. You want to make things better, uh, mm-hmm. clearly. And so we've been telling people they need to step up. Let's run for office. Let's do these things. Let's get involved in the in our uh, republic. Tell us why yeah. you're doing it exactly. I mean, you, you, you're, yeah. you're going against Mike Levin, who is a, you know, he, you might say, I mean, he is the incumbent. So t- just tell us. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, you know, after experiencing, you know, success in a small business, raising your family, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm married. And one thing you guys in reference is I'm, I have seven children, four boys and three girls. I'm a, I'm a proud father. I love Wonderful. being a dad. And, <laughs> yeah. and um, you, you really start, uh, you know, through that success, you really want to get more involved in, you know, your school district and the civics in your community and just giving back to your community and, so I got involved with the local chamber of commerce here in Oceanside, got on the board of directors and uh, several nonprofits. And, and you really start seeing how dysfunctional government is, you know, on a local level and the disconnect between local government and the residents and uh, the business community. And, you know, you can write letters, you can show up to council, you can make phone calls. But uh, in the end, if we don't have uh, individuals that are, are, are serving us, in those powerful seats to make decisions, then we're really just talking to, you know, deaf ears. And so I decided to run for local politics as a political nobody, you know, just an ordinary American. Well, I think you're somebody. (laughs) No, I want to hear this. Yeah. So go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I knocked on over 4,000 doors. You know, Oceanside is the largest city in the district, California 49. And I won that election by over 15 points. And you know, really got to the pulse of the issues on homelessness, housing affordability, you know, keeping government accountable, 
you know, fighting for lower taxes, just the things that, you know, the, the, I don't care what political party you're under, just things that we all can get on the same page with, we need to solve. And I've been, been fighting, you know, for, uh, you know, solutions on a local level since 2018. I serve on, on SANDAG. Uh, which is the oh, regional really? board of governments uh, representing Oceanside, and we're fighting taxes. And, you know, the, the dysfunction grows as, you know, my knowledge grows uh, in politics and the bureaucracy, and you see, you know, dysfunction on, on a regional level and a state level and then obviously on a federal level. And then we all experience COVID and the overreaching uh, g- guidelines uh, by unelected officials in most cases uh, that violated our constitutional Absolutely. rights, trying to shut down our churches. Um, yeah, sh- you know, shutting down businesses. And so we've got uh, to that correct that. Some yeah, of the abuses. And, and, uh, but tell me, the, tell me before we go any farther, just what is the 49th district? Which cities are included in that so people can know that they can vote for you? Because these have been redrawn. And it's a little bit confusing as far as the redistricting. So make sure people know who's in the 49th district. Yes. So uh, redistricting was finalized the end of December 2021. And the district is now actually 5% more Republican. Uh, there's only about a 1.5% uh, spread between Democrats and Republicans, which I appreciate. Hmm. Uh, and uh, the district goes from Del Mar as the furthest south. And then as you head north, it includes all coastal cities, uh, Solana Beach, Encinitas, uh, Carlsbad, Oceanside. It includes Vista, a small sliver of San Marcos, a small part of Fallbrook, Marine Corps Base Camp Pendleton, all the way up into Orange County, uh, as far as Laguna Niguel. So San Clemente, Dana Point, San Juan Capistrano, Ladera Ranch, uh, about 765,000 residents. It is a blue-collar district, and, uh, the, you know, the majority in the district are not college-educated. 25% of the district is voting-age Hispanic, uh, like myself, Mexican-American, and we have a real opportunity to take this seat back, as, as you mentioned. And I'm looking forward to uh, getting through the primary and facing Mike Levin and getting this seat back for conservatives in November. Well, I'm very, I'm very excited. We're very excited about that, and I... I in all the uh, background you've given us so far, I loved it that you knocked on all those doors when you were running for Oceanside City Council, and I bet you're doing that again. So my my next question for you is, as you're talking to voters, what do they tell you are the most important issues, the most important concerns that they have? What are they saying? Yeah, they, you know, they, they're saying, uh, number one, inflation. Number two is education. Number three is crime. And um, that that's actually, you know, pretty uh, consistent across national polling as well as local polling here in the 49th. We're paying some of the highest electricity costs in the nation, highest gas costs. We have uh, the highest poverty rates. Uh, homelessness is out, out of control. And we have real issues that whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you're experiencing because of failed policies from the current one party rule in D.C. And Mike Levin is a huge part of that. And it's unfortunate that Democrats like Mike Levin are looking to distract and divide on on issues surrounding, you know, gun control or abortion when there is some major economic issues and public safety issues we're dealing with 
on the ground from these failed policies. And so, uh, you know, I'm talking to voters that are Democrats, lifelong Democrats that are struggling to pay their bills right now. The economy is crippling their families' finances, and they want relief. And that's and, what they um, care about. Yeah. Yes, and it seems Correct. like the Democrats are just trying to distract from the main top issues, inflation, education, and crime. Yes, yeah. and, and, and it is because of failed policies. We've noticed a marked difference from when Trump was in office and those, and, you know, those policies were in control, and now yeah. it's just... Everybody's life's been just, impacted, and yeah. the, you just feel the general instability. You can't. You just feel like you can't trust what's going to happen the next, the very next day. So, um, yeah. something's got to be done. Do you have any answers, though? Mm-hmm. We we agree on the problems, and we agree on the problems yeah. are being covered up. But, but Christopher, what what can we do? For instance, about the cost of gas, and we we're probably going to have to just start on that. We may have to continue after the break, but. Yeah, you know, one of my gifts is I, I like to break things down Barney style and keep it simple to articulate to to everyone because that's how I have to understand it. You know, I'm just you know a regular guy. I, I want to low gas costs, low taxes. I, I want to achieve the American dream, and so does everybody else. And right now we have a, a president and a one party rule that is cutting off local domestic supply creation. They have cut off local supply which we depend on in America, 87% of our energy is non-renewable sources. We are dependent as a nation on fossil fuels and uh, safe fracking for natural gas. And when we cut off uh, that supply creation, we have to get it from somewhere. And we're we're being required to get it from Russia, China, overseas. Uh, and, and the reality is the reason they're cutting it off is for environmental policy. They're trying to offset climate change. We're going to, we're going to continue with that right after the break. This is perhaps the most important issue of the whole thing. So we'll be right back with Christopher Rodriguez, candidate for the 49th district. There is more biblical citizen. Let's roll still to come on K praise. Welcome back to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Melanakis on K-Praise. Welcome back to Biblical Citizens. We are with Christopher Rodriguez. He's the congressional candidate for the 49th District, which includes Vista, Fallbrook, many different cities. Uh, The incumbent, Mike Levin, that he's running against is an environmental lawyer. We've been discussing the high cost of living and the the inflation that's happening, the education and the crime, the two top issues that are facing the voters and that they care about. So Mike Levin is an environmental lawyer and champion of the Green New Deal. I call it the Green New Steel. And, of course, we know it's all coming from the World Economic Forum, which they just had a meeting in Davos, and they... They get together and they plan how they're going to make war on the middle class. Uh, we just want to have a reasonable uh, way to protect our environment, not these extreme measures that they that punish the middle class for just trying to live a normal life. And you mentioned the lack of energy production here in our own country. So, what else? What else would you like to comment and tell voters about this problem? Yeah, you know the, the the you know Mike Levin is wanting to blame Putin and um, 
COVID for inflation and high high energy costs, and and that's just that's just nonsense. And and the main reason we're experiencing that right now is because this administration has cut off all domestic supply creation in the name of environmental policies. The problem is, is as I was saying earlier, is 87% of our our energy dependence is on fossil fuels. That is a reality. So if we're cutting off supply locally. Uh, we're we're depending on that supply from somewhere, so we're importing it, and we're we're forcing other countries to ramp up production. And here's the caveat: uh, our environmental policies on domestic production are phenomenal. We have amazing technologies that offset the impact to our environment. But if we are importing from other countries that don't follow those same environmental protections, they are creating 10 times more impacts to the environment in their country. So just because it's not being done in our backyard, uh, Democrats like Mike Levin are sleeping good at night, when in reality it's what's called greenwashing. It is a lie. It's smoke and mirrors at the expense of Americans. And, and that's what the Americans need to understand is we need common sense policies that look to protect our environment at, and look to advanced technologies like fracking, which has revolutionized uh, natural gas uh, production and has lowered the impacts to our environment. Um, you know, catalytic converters on our cars have lowered uh, greenhouse gas creation and carbon emissions. Like, you know, and we're going to continue to advance our technologies, but not at the expense of the American people, which is what failed policies under Mike Levin is doing. It's costing Americans an inflationary tax on average of $5,200 per family. That's the policies that are failing Americans. And, and that's why I'm running for Congress, to bring common sense policies that not only protect our environment, but help American families, uh, you know, fill their bank accounts back up and not steal from them uh, like, like these policies are. Exactly. Uh, so we're facing a potential mileage tax here in San Diego County, maybe statewide. And Levin supports all these higher taxes, even when we have a huge surplus in California. And, of course, you're going to be working on the national level of getting these oil leases to be available and so we can produce our own oil. Um, but I think you wanted to move on to it. Well, I want to, uh, unless you have, I don't know if you have any comment on the mileage tax. I can predict that you would be opposed to the mileage tax. Is that a correct <laughs> assumption? Absolutely. I've, I'm standing shoulder to shoulder with Republicans on SANDAC to fight uh, tooth and nail against the mileage tax. Um, not, not only is it going to cause more economic impacts to the middle class, it, it's a privacy violation. They're going to have to put trackers on our cars. They're going to know where we drive, where we come from. And it's giving government way too much control and power, and it's unacceptable. So I will definitely it, fight against any sort of mild mileage tax. It especially hurts the people in your district that you represent, the construction working, working workers, class people. Yeah, that have to yeah. drive to where they are working, their construction site or whatever. So, I often I often yeah. make the point too that to, the Democrats pretend to care I should say care yep. about Hispanics. What about all the Hispanics that depend to do their work and Hispanic or not? Most working people need to commute to their they can't afford to live in the most expensive areas right next to where they work or they require vehicles to do their job during the day. 
even lawn maintenance and things like that. How do you do that if you have to have all electric and you have to buy a $70,000 Tesla? Anyway, we can or go on and on. Or pay $7 for a gallon. I want to you know. go on to another huge yeah. issue that I think the Democrats and Mike Levin have big responsibility for, and that is crime, exploding crime, both violent crime and property crime, right up and down the spectrum. But what can we do at the federal level? The Democrats say there's only one answer, and that's take away our guns, gun control. But what can we do constructively, do you think, Christopher, to help turn this tide of crime? Yeah, so, you know, crime is up 40%, violent crimes in California, you know, including homicide. 40%, that's shocking. Yep. Yes, it, it is. And and this is this is clearly because of failed Democrat policies, not only on a state level, but uh, the policies are trying to implement in D.C. under the one party rule. You know, a lot of the crime uh, that that uh, affects our neighborhoods, our communities uh, is d- directly connected to having an open border policy, open border policies fund uh, illegal guns, fund illegal drugs, fund individuals that, that are, are on the most wanted list that do not have good intentions in America. We're not talking about individuals like my family that came here from Mexico City to come to America to achieve the American dream, uh, came through one of the over 330 legal ports of entry. Uh, you know, we, you know, families like that, like my family, they came here not to go to Disneyland. They came here because they want a better life. And um, that requires uh, accountability. It requires a process. It requires an individual that is committed to our country, that swears an oath to our flag and to our Constitution. And, and we must have pathways. a secure border or those yes. that crime is going to keep coming across. We last week. have to have a secure border. <clears throat> fentanyl. Look at how many, yeah. weren't there a hundred and some thousand fentanyl deaths alone last year? And that's just one extremely dangerous drug coming in. Well, and last week we talked to two survivors of human trafficking where that's going on across the border. And those traffickers Correct. are coming over and committing crimes and so the border is essential to securing our country, and so you are absolutely right. Yeah, the, the, you know, the border is one one element. Uh, the other element is is where are where is our priorities? Right now, we have a one party rule in district attorneys that are calling parents that show up to school board meetings terrorists, and and focusing attention on them. And you know, and then on the other side of the spectrum, you have pedophiles that are getting released the same day for a thousand dollar cash bail these are failed democrat policies that have their priorities out of whack and it's and it's clearly the responsibility of of failed democrat policies and so we need common sense i don't care what side of the political aisle you're on we can all agree that a pedophile should not be released for a thousand dollars cash bail to go repeat a crime to a young child that is unacceptable and heinous and this needs to be exposed. And a lot and of this so, is coming, once again, from the elitists in the World Economic Forum. They want to cause more chaos. They they want one world order. And that's how they're going to achieve it, by causing a lot of this chaos. So, I mean, they, they think, so we have to get better representation in Washington. Yep. So, so yeah. as I as I mentioned, I'm going to follow up on the on the gun control part of it because that's the old, just like just like uh, 
during COVID, the other side, so to speak, had only one answer for everything, vaccine, vaccine, booster, 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 and nothing else. No other comment or dissent was acceptable. The same thing with crime. Don't want to talk about any of the things we just talked about. Only want to talk about one thing, gun control. And Justin Trudeau, who many Democrats have just praised, he just banned all handgun sales of any kind of handgun in Canada. So any, any comment on that? Do you, do you think that's uh, – do you think gun control is, is, is part of the solution or is, is, is just a diversion? Well, the, the reason America is one of the greatest countries in the world is because we have a constitution. And uh, unfortunately, Canada does not have a Second Amendment constitutional right to bear arms. And so, you know, it's unfortunate that they're having to experience that, where they're having to trust the state for their protection. And, um, it's uh, you know, in the end, the state's not going to show up when, you know, that, that single woman uh, is walking down the street and she has a, a Second Amendment right to, to conceal carry to protect herself. And she uh, is approached by a perpetrator. Uh, if she doesn't have that weapon, she's not going to be able to protect herself, you know. And so um, the, the problem here is is. Uh, a lot of misinformation. Um, you know, the, the the best way to address a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with the gun, period. Yep. And uh, a lot of these gun control uh, uh, approaches, if you were to examine if, you know, the hypothetical, if they were implemented, would it have prevented this horrific event or that horrific event? And the answer is no, it wouldn't have. And that's we need to deal with facts. And we need to deal with reality and solutions on how to prevent violent crimes, how to protect our children. You know, we need an armed guard at every single school, public school district in the nation. One of the best for that. Yeah, the the estimated cost for that is just under 10 billion. But we just sent 40 billion to Ukraine. We have our priorities out of whack. And and we need just want to disarm the people. But one of the best sources of that information, every county was was analyzed in the United States, a book called More Guns, Less Crime. The higher the amount of guns that were owned by the people, the less crime there was. Less, so, vi- less violent crime. Yeah. So we're, it's, it's uh, time to wrap it up. Uh, just real, real quick, Christopher, if people want to last minute here, support your campaign, what's your website? Yes, sir. Uh, RodriguezforCongress.us. Would love to hear from you. Shake your hand. Answer any additional questions you have. We're gonna we're gonna win this, and the future of our country depends on it. God bless you guys. We are God so bless. proud Thank of you. you. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. To bless your neighbor this week, please vote and vote intelligently for candidates whose positions are informed with a biblical worldview, like Christopher Rodriguez. Till next week. Join us next Saturday at noon for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, seek to educate and activate Christians at a grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover another major news happening from the view of the Biblical Citizen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.